Hebaraza Mancha. Good evening to each and every one of you. Blessings to all of you. And welcome to another spiritual and impactful episode of Spiritual Vitamins. And I am your host, the Chosen One. Recently, I've had an opportunity to talk with some people via Google Meetings. I talk with some very well-known friends of mine. And the topic we talked about, I wanted to share with you guys. One of the topics we started to discuss, or rather the topic we started to discuss, my brothers and sisters, was what is the cause for the downfall of the black marriage. I wish I could say, in a nutshell, that there was one single solitary thing that is the cause for the downfall of the black marriage. Because if I could, I would tell you what that one single thing is. But there is not just one thing. There are lots of things that lead to a marriage failing. First of all, you don't put God in the center of your marriage. You don't let God be the foundation of your marriage. Number two, you have a tendency to not understand where each other stands in each other's heart. Your hearts aren't speaking to each other. The only thing that's speaking to you are your loins. One of the main things that we started talking about was the fact that black women have a negative stereotype about them. And it's no one's fault that this negative stereotype is set by black, is set onto rather black women. But rather the fact is we need to look at why is this stereotype set about them? The exact same way how a black man can be a good man to a woman A woman will talk dog mess about him and treat him terrible. Not one person on this earth can be the voice of a single generation. We all want to be Christ-like, yes. But let me tell you something that's different between us and Christ. The difference between us and Christ is the simple fact that with Christ, he knows exactly what he was doing. He knew what he wanted to preach to the people. He knew what he wanted to say to them. He knew what in his heart he needed to say to reach the masses. And by mighty glory that is within him, he reached those people. Us on the other hand, we can be Christ-like and do Christian things and and speak the word of God and and motivate each other. But let me tell you something. We We are so far removed from the glory that Jesus was that we could never imagine how great a prophet like him was. We could never amount to his glory. We never can amount to his honor, his grace, and his mercy. We can't even touch the hems of the garments that Jesus wore. 
Let me tell you, my brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, (laughs) the downfall of the black marriage is something that there will never be an answer for. We look at it from two different sides. Men are bad, women are bad. So today I'm going to give you the pro and contrast of the black marriage. We want to put the blame on men and say that men are at fault. Us fellas, we do make mistakes. We have a tendency to treat the women like the only thing that matters was between their legs. We tend to think it's our job. To care more about their loins than their hearts and their souls. Black men nowadays are marrying outside their race. (laughs) What's worse is, I can't fathom the understanding. I can't fathom the understanding of how when a black man marries outside his race, We can talk so much smack about the sisters and compare them to the other race. I'm going to tell you right now, there is no such thing as anybody, and I mean anybody, that is the perfect race. No ethnicity. Now, I promise y'all I wouldn't use the word black no more, and I'm not. Please forgive me. Us African-American males have been hunted since... The dawning of mankind. Not only were taken from our lands and brought over here to this country and treated as slaves. We were brought into war and fought to fight. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember reading in no daggone history book where they forced the black women to pick up guns. I don't remember reading in no history book where they told the black women they had to go to the front lines and fight. No. 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 That was us men. Ladies, you got to give us credit where credit is due. Yeah, I just gave you all of the cons and the mistakes that we as black men, as as we as African-American men make in the relationship. We do some dog mess. We can't stop staring at other women. Sometimes we put too much pressure on you. We're lazy. But let me tell you this now. There are some pros about the African-American man that will make your head spin. We're headstrong. We treat our kids with respect. When you find yourself a good African-American male that is going to treat you right, we treat you right for a long time. We put our foot down and we don't take no mess. Now, you can go to another ethnicity and you might find a Hispanic man who may look at you and want to dominate you. You go on and take that mess over there to the Middle East. And I bet you when you take that mess over there to the Middle East, you will see exactly how women are really treated. They can't show their skin. They can't be beautiful. They have to hide their beautiful. And let me, let me tell you this. My brothers and sisters, let me tell you, God created us all in his image. Okay. 
He created us all in his image. When you read the Bible, it says that a husband should honor his wife and a wife should honor the husband. But at the same time, that that respect has to be between each other mutually. How's it mutual when you're dealing with a man who thinks he's better than a woman? When you're dealing with a woman who thinks she's better than a man? Let me ask y'all a question. What Me Too movement is out right now for men? Hmm? Who are the main ones being shot dead in the streets? Now, I'm not excluding the whole Breonna Taylor thing. But last time I checked, her boyfriend got shot too. That's the last time I checked. I could have sworn that the most latest person who lost their life due to police brutality was a black, I'm sorry, an African-American male. I could have sworn that's who lost their life. Not many of those women who lost their lives were 100% innocent. Now, I get Breonna Taylor. Yeah, she was innocent. But you are not going to get me to believe that that other girl was innocent when she decided to enter into a gunfight with the police with a child in the room. I'm not, I don't care what you say. She signed on the dotted line when she picked up that gun. She had a mental illness and she shouldn't have been out by herself. Now, let me ask you a question. A good African-American male, be, me being one. Now, because now my feelings is hurt. Me being one. I would not have my daggone child who has a mental illness living on her own. I've seen the effects of what happened with that. I have a friend and she will remain nameless. But she does have a mental disability. A very bad one. And she used to live down in Florida. Then she moved out to Georgia, then she moved here and then she moved there. She has a whole entire life of bad choices. Now, this person happens to be my pastor's daughter. And I'm and again, I'm not I'm not telling you guys who my pastor is. I'm not putting him out there like that. I love him with all my heart. But his daughter has a lot of mental illness. And honestly she cannot be out there and should not be let to be out there by herself. But he does that. That's one thing that way him and I disagree. If she were my child, she would live with me until the days that I die off this earth. Because she actually has an actual mental disability that makes it unfair for her to be be out there by herself. Or I would try and hope and pray to God that she meets a good man that's going to treat her right. And I will make sure that brother understands. He's got a lot he's taking on in his hands when he sees that she has a disability. Long as he treats my baby right, I'm okay. (laughs) Let me tell you, let me tell you, beloved, let me tell you, we have got to reshape our minds and reshape the way that we think and do things, beloved. I have three boys, African-American males, all three of them, and I get scared. Because I ask myself, what am I going to do when they get older? Now, I don't live in fear. I am scared as a parent of what's going to happen. My oldest is seven years, going on seven years old. And he'll be turning seven next year. Thing is, eight, nine, ten, 
11, 12, 13. He got six more years, and then he's 13, and he's a teenager. I'll tell you this now. It's already a hunt out here for him, for his age group. And it's not just police officers who are treating them bad. It's also women. Women are also treating them bad because they just want to take money from them. Now, I gave you the pros and the cons of men, of, of African-American males. Now, hear me when I say this. Please don't get offended by what I'm saying. Because it's not just coming from me. It's coming from the Lord himself. Women. Women are created from man's rib. So they are supposed to be in support to man. What does it do for women when you got a man who has a lot of money and the one thing you do is live in his house and don't contribute? What about those women right there? When I got into this conversation with my my colleagues, right? I said the exact same thing. The one person who spoke, the woman who spoke, she, she kind of offended me with her speech because I said, well, what is your take? You're talking about you personally, but what is your take on those women? What she said gave the women a buy. The ones who treat men like dogs, the ones who disrespect men, the ones who treat men and, de- and e- demasculate them and don't let them do that job. The women who in the house when a good man tries to be daddy and take care of his kids like he's supposed to, it's undermining him and telling him basically he can't. What about those women? I have been in numerous relationships. And most of the relationships I've been in, all the women around me, all the women around me, They cheated on me. All of them. They cheated on me. I finally meet my wife. And I got a different side of life. But the decks are already stacked against her because all her friends and everybody she knew was all telling her what type of woman she should be. But when I met her, I told her she should carve her own path and decide what type of woman she want to be on her own. Don't listen to what other people are telling you or what type of woman you should want to be. Be the strongest woman you want to be without other people telling you. She agreed. My wife is so headstrong and is a strong woman of God. I'm going to tell you why. Because she took the word of God, put it first, let it nourish into her soul. And she said, I'm going to be a strong black, strong African-American woman that is not going to be defined by what they put on TV. Now, let me ask you a question. Ladies, y'all look up to Beyonce. Y'all look up to Nicki Minaj. Y'all look up to... Cardi B. Y'all look up to Megan Thee Stallion. Now, when you look at these women, what is the only way that they got by in the industry? The fact that they had big chest and big booty and could dress half naked. That is the definition of what you want for women? It's nothing wrong with loving the skin that you're in. But then it's another thing when you got a husband sitting at home who loves and cares about you and the Bible says that your flesh is reserved for him. 
and you decide, I want to put it on display for the whole world to see. And that the only way my album's going to sell is if I'm gyrating my booty. My brothers and sisters, there is so much more to to African-American women besides just big breasts and a big booty. There are some classy females out there who get swept underneath the rug because too many people are paying attention to these trash females. And you got too many people sticking up for them. Saying it's okay for them to be that way. Your life is your life and whatever choice you make, you make it. No one has a right to make that choice for you in life but you alone. If you choose to dress ghetto, if you choose to live on Section 8, if you choose to live on food stamps, if you choose to sit there and get by by turning tricks, then guess what? God has provided multiple opportunities for you. He can't and will not get off the throne and do it for you. He provided you with multiple opportunities. If you decide not to take them, that's on you. Don't dog us black men and say that it's our fault. Don't dog us black men and say that we're the ones treating y'all women wrong because we're not. See, (laughs) before a cop will shoot a black woman, an African-American woman, he will shoot an African-American male first. The main people out there that they're always looking at and saying is wrong is us African-American males. Cuba Gooding Jr., you think they're not going to come after Denzel? Y'all women, and, and, and this is the God's honest truth. I, I referenced the case with Casey Anthony. She went into court and cried crocodile tears. She was responsible for killing her child. But she cried crocodile tears and got off and did not go to jail. Is now living free. Child did know and she was responsible for the death of her child. A man can go into court and cry crocodile tears and he's considered gay. For crying tears like that. The courts make fun of them and call them a homosexual. Well, there's nothing wrong with being that. But they say it's something bad about them. They don't care. He's guilty because he's a man. We need to uplift our African-American brothers because today, someday, all of y'all sisters are going to be out there looking for a strong African-American male to be there for you and your kids. And you're going to get Mr. Miyagi, you're going to get Gutierrez, you're going to get Mr. Steinbeck, and guess what? They ain't going to be good to you like, like Mr. Smith will or Johnson. There you go. Mr. Johnson going to always be good to you. But you want to know why Mr. Johnson not doing that? Because of what women are allowing to be have out there in the world to represent them. 
us men have some stark contrast guys who are good representations of us without us looking like dogs and thugs. I will give Shamal Moore a high five. Man, this dude is a good looking brother. And he don't even have to take his shirt off like Trey Songs. There's some good looking dudes. I love listening to my boy Neo. Good looking brother. Wears a fedora, wears a classy suit. Don't need to be out there with his chest out. But Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Little Kim, Megan Thee Stallion, all the rest of these females come out there with damn near butt naked. Here's the worst part. Cardi B was actual an actual stripper. Now I understand you say, oh well, she didn't, she, you know, she had to provide for her herself and take care of herself. So, you know, it's a hard world out here. Well, I'm not giving her a buy because I'm gonna be honest with you. If I can get me a retail sales job working at Rite Aid and, and working at some place like, like Walgreens and whatnot, and I can make money and still get me a one bedroom with a daggone den, I don't see what her problem is. Again, your life is your choice and your choice alone. Don't blame nobody else for your shortcomings. Don't blame nobody else because your life is the way it is. If you want a better life, like my boys from Three Days Grace said, take yourself to higher places. God is always going to have that door open for you. Pray to him and let him be the answer you need and let him be your salvation to all the things you need in life. Choosing to decide and choosing to to live a life of mediocrity, that's no one's fault but yours. Hold yourself responsible for that. I have a lot of shortcomings in my life and I know for well that I am at fault for the shortcomings that happened to me in my life. I know I am. A lot of the things that happen to me in my life are all my fault. Some, well, not a lot of them, but most of them. And I begged for forgiveness from the people I hurt, and I got it. But then at the same time, I also have been hurt by others. That's no excuse, but I have been hurt by them. And they asked for forgiveness from me and I gave it to them. But my life is always going to be my life and I get to decide where and what direction I walk in. I'm not holding anyone responsible for the things I decide to do in life from this point on. The Bible says, confess thy sins one to another. Confess thy sins one to another. That means that you have to confess that you have done some wrongdoings. Do you think the likes of Cardi B is going to confess that she didn't have to be a stripper? You think the likes of Nicki Minaj is going to confess that she ain't had to go around shaking her, her breasts and her booty to make money? Where are the strong black or strong African-American Viola Davises 
That's only one name I can think of. Viola Davis, Queen Latifah. Hell, I even give, I'm going to be honest with you. I even give uh, Oprah. That's the true definition of a strong African-American woman. Oprah. Yet you don't hear little kids saying, I want to be like Oprah. They saying, I want to be like Cardi B. I want to be like Nicki Minaj. Cardi B decided that because someone went on her Instagram and talked about the shape of her body, she decided to go on live butt naked and show her skin off to people. And showing her vagina on Instagram. Everyone done seen it already. It's all over the internet already. What you showing it for? Megan Thee Stallion can't sing a song about being a good woman and taking care of your kids and providing for them. No. She want to be nasty and ratchet. That's the definition you women want for who you are? That's who y'all want to represent you? I'm going to tell you, man, I don't listen to hip-hop. Because I know God is not in the center of that. To talk that type of dog mess and believe that God shows favor to that is completely wrong. And I'm not being an uptight believer of God because I told y'all, I'm not a Christian. I believe in morality. I believe in doing all things that are morally good. And I don't want my sons growing up in a world where the definition of what a man has to be is a person who has to be out here selling drugs, going to jail. I don't ever want my daughter that I may have someday to grow up thinking that the definition of being a woman is being Cardi B and gyrating your booty on Megan Thee Stallion's booty like some porn star. People, we as African-Americans still have a lot of cleaning up to do about ourselves, period. We have a lot of cleaning up to do about ourselves, period. Before we can even allow others to see us as being good people, we've got to fix ourselves. So I say to you today, confess your sins one to another. We all have shortcomings. The reason the African-American marriage fails is because the two people Never were in love in the first place. And that sometimes is the reason it fails. And you could say they fall out of love, but I don't believe that's true. Thank you for being on my show today. Blessings to each and every one of you. Rahabat Neteer Yashar. Blessings from the grand creator of heaven and earth and all things beautiful. Thank you and have a wonderful night.